Welcome back to the Wake Up and Be a Wealthy show. I am so excited to dig into today's topic. I have a good friend from a mastermind that I'm in, Crystal here from Crystal Clear Virtual Operations Agency. And we're going to talk all things how to delegate easier. Yes, please. So welcome to the show, Crystal. Thank you so much. I am I'm super excited to be here. I am all about some delegation made easy. And this is a topic that you're just going to have to shut me up on at some point because I could just keep going. So I'm so excited. We're going to get to unpack this together today. I me too, because it's something that I hear from so many women is I don't have enough time. And then I also hear I'm just going to do it myself because it's just it's easier and faster to do that. But then we're frustrated because we don't have enough time. So it's like they're all, they're constantly at war with each other of like which one gets to win. And our to do list is always growing, especially if you're a mama. It's like we're, we're never done. So delegating is really the only way to buy your time back, truly. So how coach us through that? How can we do that to buy our time back? Yeah, so you are so spot on. That is the pretty typical answer. It's like, I want to offload the things, but I also feel like by the time I offload the things, I could have just done it myself and saved money. So that is a very common um, thought process for us entrepreneurs. And when you realize that there are some things that you can do to kind of prep yourself to properly delegate, and even ways that you can hire that even help you with that prep, you realize, okay, I should have done this a really long time ago because this is way easier than I made it. And this is saving me so much time. Um, so first, I like to say, I think the very first question you need to ask yourself as a business owner is what could happen for my business if I offloaded the things that I don't have to be the one doing? Where can my time be spent if I'm not doing the things that I don't have to do? What could my business look like next month, next week, next year if I prioritize my time and my tasks? So I think that's the very first most important question. Well, I think we're done here because that is like... <laughs> I have never heard somebody ask it like that. I love that. Like it's starting to daydream of like what the new, your new reality could look like and like tapping into that. I love that. Yeah. So um, a lot of mindset work and working with amazing mentors, you and I have the same mentor right now and knowing how important it is to consider what you want for your business, what you want it to look like, and then owning that mindset before you ever get there. So that's tapping into that. You're looking at what it's going to take for you to be that six, seven, multiple seven figure business owner and the mindset that you have to have now that's going to allow you to step into that next month, next year. So starting with the important question of what is my time worth in the business? When I get to focus on what's really needed from me in the business, what is going to happen? And that's going to help you unpack going into the next phase of this is what do I not have to be the one doing? Is there things that I'm currently holding on to on my plate of all the things I'm doing that could be delegated and, and go ahead and remove your whole, it's, you know, just, just put on the shelf 
that it's going to be too hard to delegate. Like just take that out of the conversation right now, right? Like assume that it is going to be just a beautiful, easy, streamlined process of delegation. What can you remove? What do you not need to do? And then by doing that, what is it going to allow you to do for the business growth? And this will help you start looking at the tasks that you can list out and then from those unpack the kind of service provider that could come in and help you in those areas of your business effectively. And that's gonna help us get into that next phase of identifying who's gonna be right to join your business and your team. So let's play devil's advocate. Okay. Let's say I've hired in the past mm -hmm. and I've gotten burned and like the person didn't end up working out and now I'm, a I'm afraid that's going to happen again, right? Like I'm creating that story that like, maybe I'm just not meant to have a team. Maybe I'm meant to be a solo entrepreneur. Uh, I can't keep somebody they keep leaving or I keep firing them. Like, so maybe that person has tried and, you know, quote unquote failed. How can they do better the next go around? Yeah. So I think first and foremost, um, what people kind of overlook when it comes to bringing in a new team member is considering the core values of your business and those core values needing to be present in the team member that's coming into your business, because that's going to help you unpack first and foremost, who's going to be right coming in, right? And then from there, the next question is, do they get it? Do they want it? And do they have the capacity to do the role well? Meaning, do they get it? Do they have the knowledge, the experience, the expertise to come in and own it and own it well? Do they want it? That's a big question. They can get it all day long, but if they don't want this role, that's going to bleed into their work. And it's not going to allow you to have someone come in for the long term. You're at some point going to have some turnover as a result of them not truly wanting the role. And then do they have capacity? You want to make sure that who you're bringing in has the capacity to be able to serve your business well on the time frame that you need to be working with them. So those two questions are really important. Are they a core value fit? Do they get it, want it, and have capacity for it? And if they check the boxes on those two things, there are some things that we can effectively do on our end or even have someone do for us that will allow a new um, service provider to come into the business and pick up what's needed really quickly, really well, and follow effective processes. So what they're doing, they have no choice but to do it amazing because what's in front of them is their blueprint to execute and execute well. So if you've checked off the two big, get it, want it, have capacity and core value fits, you now have your systems and processes in place that they're gonna step in and follow and you almost become bulletproof when it comes to delegating effectively. I love the core values because normally I feel like we, we focus on the tactical, like, do you have a computer? <laughs> Can you yeah. edit videos, right? Like we focus yeah. so much on like actual tactics and not like the soft skills of like, and the yeah. values. How do we discover our core values if we don't like, obviously everyone has them, but how do we sure. identify what those yeah. are? So there's, there's some great exercises out there for this and helping you unpack, but it really can start with traditional just pen and paper. When you think about your business, 
what do you portray? What do you aim to portray? What do you want to be known, seen, and evident in everything that you're doing? And just start writing out some words or key phrases. And you can have a list of 25. You can have a list of 45. But then you're going to step back and take a look at that list. And you're going to start kind of crossing out or maybe condensing marrying some of them until you get to a place where you feel like you've got five or six really solid. This is what my business stands for. And this is what I want to be known. And then you're going to carry that into your delegation and the roles you're looking to hire. For example, if attention to detail is really important to you, if you're working with clients and it's something that's super important, if you bring someone in and you don't say, hey, how do you feel about the attention to detail in your work? And they just kind of blow off the answer and it's not, it's not um, shown that this is a big deal to them too, you're probably going to find that there's going to be some attention to detail issues in their work, in the business. And because that's a core value for you and for how you're showing up for your clients, it's going to make it to where it's not working out very well. So that's the reason we we wanna start with narrowing down what our core values are and then making sure that the service provider aligns in those so that as we're filling a role, we know that they're gonna be a great fit in everything that they're doing and executing for the business owner. That's gold. I love that. Like that's, I feel like we should like check in with ourselves and do that exercise like at least yeah. once a year just because things change and we evolve yeah. and uh, yeah, our, our brain evolves. So yeah. I love that a lot. So let's say we've, we've found the person, um, they align with the core values, they're available, available, they want it, which I love that uh, availability is the best ability. Have you heard that before? Yeah, yeah I love that too. Yeah. Because they could be the great person, but if they're, you know, if they're just at capacity, then it's just going to be frustrating yeah. for both parties. So yeah. I love that you mentioned that. So sure. how do we train the person? Because like, I think sometimes as business owners, we have unrealistic expectations that like this person's going to come in and be able to just like instantly give me all the relief, which they can give you some relief. But I think we typically have unrealistic expectations when the person comes in and then we don't think it works and then we let them go when really they may have been really great. So the training piece, talk to us about that. Yeah, so I've got a couple things to share here. One is going to be kind of biased because it's going to tie back to my agency. But um, the first That's thing okay. that you can do is you can do this or have someone help you do this. You can identify the common systems and processes that are in place that may not be documented, but they're in place. You know that this is how you execute on this particular task and you or someone on your current team can help with, as you're getting ready to complete this task, turning on Loom, hitting record and walking through everything that you're doing. Then as you start to build up these now SOPs, you can have an Asana board library, a Google Drive, section in, in your drive that as soon as someone's coming in to fill a role, they have their step-by-step -step of this is how you're doing it and when you're going to do it and when it's needed for the business and how you can do it really well. And there's no need to handhold in this situation because they can press play and pause as many times as they need to, to work through these tasks until they're doing it like the back of, you know, like they just know what they're doing and, and they don't need to review it. Right. So this becomes a really powerful tool to just give them what they need to feel confident too. 
it keeps them from having, this gives them confidence in their role and the tasks that they're executing because they're not having to come to you for something you already walked through in one training call. They can fall back on this library at any point until they're feeling really great about what they're doing. So the SOP library is powerful. It is by far going to be the thing that I always suggest having even started or in place or leaning on a team member to help you build out if you don't have the capacity, because it's just going to make it so when someone steps in, there's not a whole lot of handholding needed from you. And that's the one thing that clients want to avoid the most is the training and the management and the ongoing things regarding that element of delegation. And the SOP library helps you do that. So as you identify new systems and processes and, and tasks that you're working on as the business grows, your fallback immediate is, I'm going to record a video on this. It's going to be slapped into the library. I'm going to send a Slack message that says, hey, Hannah, I have this task. I want to offload to you. Check it out in the SOP library. Let me know if you've got any questions. And then, bam, Hannah has everything that she needs with links to docs and tools in the video, and it's done, right? So this is powerful, and this by far is going to help you be as hands-off as you possibly can once it's actually created. And then the other beautiful thing is, and, and where this ties to my agency, is we've kind of created a blue ocean in the, in the fact that we hear and understand that clients don't want to have to do any of the leading and ongoing training and management. So sometimes they need someone like us to come in and help them build out that SOP library. Um, but then ongoing, they want someone that they can come to and say, hey, I think this person needs help in this area of the business. Can you work with them on this? And the agency is going to take over with the service provider and say, we're going to work on this area, this element of the delegation piece that the client has. And the client knows that their hands are off of it and it's being taken care of. So we are able to provide that leading support management ongoing for our service provider, which makes it super easy for them to say, this is what I need help with. Can you make sure that the VA can do it or the ops person can do it? And then we take over, right? So there's a beautiful piece in that. You can get this, this really just amazing system in place for your systems in general. Um, but then there's also ways to hire so that you have that support ongoing too. I love the SOP library so much. Yeah. Like that's huge. And um, it's, it's like its own course for yeah. your team, which yeah. love, like to help them be successful without it creating so much time for you. Because Absolutely. I think every business owner doesn't need another meeting on their calendar. So exactly. Yeah. If they if they record the video at like 5 a.m. when they're working their business and that person, you know, quote unquote clocks in at noon, then perfect. Like everyone gets to keep moving quickly. Yeah. So yeah, it eliminates all the needs for the training calls and then the follow-up questions because it's all living in that library. Um, it's super powerful and effective in that it allows you to streamline your delegation and your management of the team. Um, and then this becomes something that you can repurpose for clients, for your, you know, to, if you want to make this something that you realize you take a step back and you're like, hey, these systems are freaking rock like solid. The world needs to know about these. Well, then you've got this content and you get to do what you want with it outside of training your team. You can turn it into anything that you want to become something that might even make you profit in the business. So it's, it's a win-win in a lot of situations. That's genius. I love that so much. So for the listeners that are like, this all sounds amazing, but 
I can't afford this. I can't afford to hire. You know, it sounds nice, but it's not in the cards for me for whatever reason. My business is new. My business is at capacity for, you know, investing. Um, but we know how important it is to delegate. Like, what would you suggest from that person that's like, Ugh, I don't think I can for from yeah. a money perspective? So what I would do is still step into your abundance mindset of like owning where you're going with your business and still start these practices of documenting all of the things and creating your SOP library. Because what you're going to find is when you're solopreneuring it, you're doing so many things that sometimes you need to go refresh what it is that you're working on this week because maybe you didn't have to do it maybe it was three weeks prior and things are a bit fuzzy. So you're going to find out that when you've got everything living in one place in this library, you can fall back on that yourself and save yourself a lot of time going to grab all the links. You're not searching for anything. If your drive is kind of messy, you've got it all in one place and you're streamlining a bit of your time and creating that time management that you need um, so that you can still put more of your efforts into the area of the business that's going to allow you to grow, to get to that place that you're able to bring somebody in to take a look at this SOP library and take off. Um, so it's still, it's prepping. You're putting the foundational pieces in place to get yourself ready uh, for that delegation that you're going to just own is going to be possible sooner rather than later. I love that. And like, even years ago when my business was much newer, I was in that phase of like, oh, I just don't think I can afford it, right? But I knew how important it was. So I was like, let me, I can swing five hours a week. Like yeah. I can create more money with having somebody help me five hours a week. And yeah. that helped my brain feel safe, but also still progress, right? Like to your yeah. point, like move forward. And then like, once I had five hours, I wanted more, right? Yeah, so yeah. I for sure. Those those small baby steps, I like the SOP library gets to happen regardless. So yeah. I love that you're coaching us through that because I think that's super powerful. Yeah. And think um, with those five hours, if you have this library, think how much time and how much tasks you can delegate with this library being what they need to be equipped to do many of the things versus maybe just some of it because they have to unpack really how they're going to do it. Right. They have, they have their handholding as a play and pause that they can do throughout the entire task. So it just allows them to work through more in that limited capacity that you are able to afford. I love that. So for those who are like, can, can I just hire you? Can you just help me? How can they find you and get connected with you? Yeah, absolutely. So crystalclearvirtual.com, that is my agency website, but I'm pretty much on all of the places under Crystal Clear Virtual. So we can chat online. Um, Crystal Booker is my name. So we can connect um, on my personal page, my uh, business pages. Like I said, I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm trying to be that person that's easily found um, and growing all of the platforms so that my impact is able to just be larger for the people that really need the help in these areas and just trying to show up and serve add value where I can. So I'm, I'm not hard to find. Crystal Clear Virtual is just what you can type in Google and I'm going to pop up and we can chat and then I can share <laughs> I can share the links with you too for um, you know show notes being something that's super easy for them to just click and go and we 
we can connect. I would love to have conversations. Yeah. Uh, my process is starting with a consulting call anyway at no charge. And that's just really to help the clients unpack what they truly need in the business. Sometimes people are like, maybe I need a project manager, but really it turns out you just need a high level VA that's able to, or EA that's able to do different areas of the business um, to really streamline delegating and um, and it'd be a super effective. So uh, that consulting call will allow us to unpack the true needs of your business. And we try to meet clients where they are. If it's doable for us to find someone great, um, if they're not already on our team within your budget, that's what we're going to try to do. So we have all those fun questions to discuss in the call. And then from there, we get it set up so that you can delegate with ease. I love that. And I, I believe like it's been so much easier to find people with VAs, which is a virtual assistant and EAs is, is, is executive assistant. You don't have to hire somebody full-time nowadays. Like there are so yeah. many moms out there that are like, have great skills that, you know, may live in Florida or California and you live in Ohio, right? Like, it's just so cool how this online world has just expanded opportunities for everyone to yeah. meet them where they're at in their business and grow together. And yeah. that's one of one of my, my favorite things in my business is to meet people, hire them, and we all grow together and it becomes like a family. It's so yeah, cool. It's beautiful. It kind of, I joked in um, an interview I was doing on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and it was like the online business world. Um, and then even this podcast, like guesting opportunity and showing up like this, it allows you to kind of stand on a rooftop and shout out how you're able to help the world and it actually be heard globally versus, yeah, yeah. you know, you're just shouting on a rooftop and your neighbors are the only ones hearing you, right? Like this <laughs> online business world gives you that ability to just be everywhere you're wanting to be to make that global impact with your, your God-given talent and calling. And I love it. I'm like you, it's, uh, I, I used to joke that it's the best kept secret. COVID kind of unpacked it being a secret and more people are figuring it out. Um, but when I yes. first got started in this space, I was telling everyone, I'm like, you got to be in on the online business space because it's literally like nothing you would ever imagine. And it's totally different from the traditional business space, um, which is amazing. And it's beautiful that we get to have conversations like this and it just hit people all over the world. Right. It's phenomenal. It's changed the game, especially for mothers. So yeah. I'm, I'm all for it and love it so much. Um, yeah. So before we end, what has been your best piece of business advice that either you've received or you've given to somebody else? Yeah, so here recently in our mastermind community, and this comes to like marketing your business and just showing up how you want to, I used to get in my own dang way thinking that everything I was putting out there had to tie to the business. I started to feel like I was just repeating myself and I was just not inspired content creating wise. And you've got to show up for your business in that way. And so this advice, I was actually listening to Rachel Peterson's podcast, and she was talking about how you don't have to limit yourself to only talking about your business. You can show up in the areas that you're passionate about, us being mamas, right? And we can talk about motherhood and that still tie back to our people and the impact that we're making through our business. And man, did this help me get out of my own way. You can show up and talk about the things you love and it still attracts the people that you're wanting to serve through the business, but it allows you to do that serving first and that impacting first, even if it's just a mama who's trying to de just compress from the day and scrolling on her phone, she can relate 
to what it is that you're putting out there and that just make her feel seen and heard. And that's an impact that you're making too. So this just helped me become a content creating machine. Like I feel like I can just talk all the time now, right? And I'm not feeling uninspired because I've got all these things that I love that still tie back to my people, but don't limit me to only having the business educating content. And that is huge. So if you can just allow yourself to be you behind the social media platform, behind the website, behind the calls, just be you and show up how you want to serve. Ugh, it's going to make things so much easier. I can't think of a better way to end this episode that because you're you're delegating, which is also going to make you happier and working care of the stress of the content and just showing up as us and attracting the people because I want to do business with friends. Right. So yeah. I don't want people that are not we couldn't like hang out together. So Absolutely. I love that advice so much. So thanks so much for coming on the show, Crystal. It was so good to catch up with you. Oh my gosh, this was amazing. Thanks so much. I could do these chats with you any time of day. So this was beautiful. I can't yes. wait to hopefully connect with any listeners that just want to be mama friends. Like, hey, I don't have to help you in your business, but let's just be friends because the more yes. the merrier, right? So I'm loving it. This was so much fun. And I thank you so much. It was an honor. Yeah. So go say hi to Crystal. Give her some love. Uh, we appreciate you and all of your genius. And until the next show, have a great wealthy day. Thanks so much.